I'm hoping that Corey Stewart can call in and share because Corey is a fighter and Corey is someone that I've been interviewing for years on the radio, okay? And I and look, and when Corey Stewart says he was Trump before Trump was Trump, trust me folks, it's the truth. Because I've been interviewing Corey Stewart that many years, way back when he had a um a uh, an immigrant uh, an, an anti illegal immigrant program where not and it was not targeting uh, anyone that looked Hispanic. It was targeting every anyone that got pulled over by the police. You could have you could be a nun with your habit on, and if you got pulled over by the police, your citizenship status was looked into. It was across the board and 100 percent. Okay. And so and of course, the Democrats, they're going to say, oh, well, he's mean. The man's not mean. The man loves his country. Okay. Donald Trump is not mean. Donald Trump loves his country. Dave Brett is not mean. You know, this woman Spanberger, oh, well, Dave Brett, he's mean. He wants to take away your Medicare. He wants to take away your your uh, your retirement. No, no, lies, 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 okay? And this is all that the Democrat Party has. And so this is the choice we have. The choice is between people that love America, that love the founding of America, that love the idea that America is a place, according to the founding fathers in the Declaration of Independence, where freedom and rights were granted to us as a gift from God Almighty versus a party that just like the communists, just like the socialists, just like the fascists, just like the atheists, their idea is that your rights and my rights are whatever the people in power say they are. And you, the citizen, you, the voter, you get to decide on November 6th. And I understand we have my good friend Corey Stewart on right now. Are you there, Corey? Hey, Craig, I'm on the show. Hey, it's so good to have you on, brother. And uh, listen, Ted, we, we've had so much going on here with, with Kavanaugh, with, um, you know, the hatred against uh, guys like Kanye West, who for years and years the Democrats thought he was the greatest thing since sliced bread back when he was hating on, when he was hating on George Bush. Now that he's loving on Donald Trump, they turn. These people, they have no core values. Everything is expediency and hatred. And so, you know, what's your take on what's happening and what these events reveal about the true nature of the Democrat Party? You know, the true nature of the Democratic Party is arrogance. They think they own the black vote. They think they own the Hispanic vote. They think they own the minority vote. And when minorities refuse to comply with this expectation that the Democrats have that they're just going to blindly follow them and blindly vote for them, then they get angry, and then they start insulting them. That's what they, they, they're doing to Kanye West. That's what they do to any minority who votes Republican or who doesn't support the Democrats. They call him, you know, an Uncle Tom. They call him a traitor. And uh, now the truth strikes 
of the Democratic Party are coming through. Yeah, yeah. And uh, now would you say it's a similar story of how they treated Kavanaugh and how they use women and any woman that says, well, you know, a woman could read the Bible and see Potiphar's wife falsely accused Joseph, okay? And But they then called the woman, She's a she hates women and she's a traitor. Yeah, I mean, this is, this is part and parcel for the Democratic Party. But you know what? People are waking up. People are waking up. I mean, we saw the Democratic Party, what, it, what it's become, this far-left-wing, lunatic group of progressives that, you know, accused a man like Brett Kavanaugh of doing something without any corroboration, without any evidence, of doing something when he was in high school, and, and then afterward getting so upset that they're you know, clawing at the door of the Supreme Court. It's the party of nutcases. And unfortunately, <laughs> the nutcases are, have, are driving the Democratic Party and Tim Kaine and all those other Democratic elected officials. They're afraid of these guys, and they're doing everything that these wacko, progressive leftists, Marx, neo-Marxists, uh, everything that they want. And that's why we've got to, for the good of, the, of, of, of America, we've got to shut down the Democratic Party on November 6th and make them wake up and realize that they've gone way too far to the left. Yeah, yeah. Now, we have to take a quick break, Corey. Could you hold on and, 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 and finish up on the other side? Yeah, of course. Okay, great. Well, all right, Richmond, we're going to take a quick break. Your friendly neighborhood hatchet man sitting in for Scott and Richard Lee, and I have my good friend Corey Stewart on. We will be right back. Our version of the Federalist Papers, without all that reading, it's the Lee Brothers. Now is the time, now is the best time, now is the Welcome best time. Welcome back to the program, Virginia. Your friendly neighborhood hatchet man, Brother Craig, coming back at you live here as I sit in for Scott and Richard Lee. I have my good friend Corey Stewart running for the United States Senate against Tim Kaine and, um, you know, the vice president to the wicked witch of the United States, uh, Hillary Clinton, uh, you know, a woman that says, uh, you know, you know, they all and call us, Corey, the mean people. And here you have Eric Holder that says, kick them. You had Barack Obama years ago was saying, remember, he was saying, get in their faces. And he said, don't bring a knife to a gunfight, bring a gun. I mean, the guy literally said that, okay? And police officers were being assassinated all around the country and just uh, horrific things. And of course, now that we have Trump, police assassinations have dropped uh, dramatically. But Hillary, just a couple of days, ago, uh, she said we'll be civil again when we take power back, but right now we can't be civil to these people. And Scalise uh, almost got killed. A guy with a, a name list of Republicans in his pocket showed up with a gun and a lot of bullets to murder Republicans, okay? And so What's going on, uh, Corey, and what's your message uh, to, to people, to, uh, to those on the outside to, to hold the line and to not respond in kind uh, with this? Because obviously the Democrats are not going to hold the line. No, you know, the Democrats, you know, they've gotten so crazy and they're so far left. And not that I care about the Democratic Party, but honestly, for its own good, it would be a great thing. If it absolutely got trounced on November 6th. Yes. If there, are, if, if there are any Democrats listening to this, if you're unhappy with the direction of the Democratic Party, then come out and vote against it. 
because that's the only thing that is going to cause Democrats to wake up and realize that they've gone too far to the left. And actually, Craig, when you think about it, this is what happens uh, every every generation or so. The Democrats, they go so far to the left. Mm-hmm. It's happened before. Yeah. And then voters say, look, we, you know, we're just not there. And so they lose all those votes. And then they have to go into, you know, uh, they've got to go into rebuilding. They've got to start thinking again about what they, what they should be standing for. But right yeah. now they're standing for the extreme left. And, and, uh, the, the, but that's you know, the, the leadership. That's the leadership, that's Corey. Right. What I'm understanding is that the rank-and-file Democrats, the guy with calluses on his hands and work boots on his feet, or the lady who has tennis shoes on and she's working double shifts as a nurse, you know, these Democrats, they, they don't get a million-dollar grant and they don't get welfare. They are honest, hard-working people. I'm understanding and I'm wondering uh, what your feedback, if you're hearing the same thing, that a lot of these people are saying exactly what you just said, that they are fed up with the Democrat Party and that they're looking at the Republicans. I think that's definitely happening. I'm getting that feeling out there everywhere. Uh, I got that last night. I was at uh, the Alfred Street Baptist Church. It's an African-American church. Uh, in Alexandria, it's you know it's held by their social justice committee. They never thought I would show up, but I'm glad I did because what I saw there was that you know you have a lot of African, uh, average African Americans mm-hmm. who once upon a time, uh, not that long ago, were diehard supporters of the Democratic Party, but they're looking at this right now, and they're looking at the Democratic Party, and they're walking away. They want nothing yeah. to do with this extreme left wing, violent mob. Uh, antics and especially what about the grandchildren of these democrats what the democrat party is doing to their grandchildren a lot of these people don't recognize their own grandchildren they have purple hair their grandson has on a dress and the school teachers are telling them that's okay you know i think i think there's a lot of young people who are waking up to and say they don't want anything to do with this garbage anymore i really feel that way you know speaking at high school around virginia uh, I was down in, in, uh, in the Richmond area um, in Chesterfield High School, and, and you know there are a lot of conservative students in there, students in their in their in their teens, and and I was at a high school just last week in in Fairfax County, in Fairfax County. I mean, blue Fairfax County in a high school, and you would think it would be solid blue. Mm-hmm. But when I got up there and said I'm going to stand up for President Trump, I'm going to implement his policies, we're going to get rid of MS-13, we're going to stand up for immigration laws. And rebuild a country. I got a really loud round of applause, which took the Democrats uh, by shock. Who were yeah. up there? Now tell and the audience, did. Corey, when you say now, all politicians say we're going to get rid of MS-13, but tell the audience what happened in your county and what happened in Maryland when when the, when the criminal element left your county because you got tough. What happened to Maryland where they went? Well, that's exactly right. When we cracked down on illegal immigration, MS-13 and all the other criminal illegal aliens left Prince William County, and where did they go? A lot of them went up to Fairfax, but a lot of them went up to Maryland. Our crime rate in Prince William went way down. It was cut in half by 50%, and all those criminal illegal aliens went up to Fairfax. Their crime rate went up. Uh, The crime rate went up in Maryland. 
And uh, mm-hmm. look, people know this, and regardless, you can be a Republican or a Democrat, but nobody wants crime in their communities, and they right. certainly don't want crime by a criminal, illegal, alien gang like MS-13, which is incredibly brutal and cruel yes. to young people, and uh, and everybody wants to get rid of it, despite uh, regardless of regardless their of party. But listen, yeah. it's been great having you, Corey. I'm up against a break. Tell the folks real quick. To, and I'm going to encourage you, so Corey may not want to ask you to do this, but I'm going to ask you as a personal favor to the hatchet man, purchase a yard sign. The man needs money to win this race. Tell folks how they can purchase a yard sign. Well, so go to CoreyStewart.com and go to the, uh, the campaign store. Just come on over, folks. We need your help. Go to CoreyStewart.com. Sign up as a volunteer. Give us some you know, cash to get over this thing. We're going to be spending a lot of money on radio and TV ads, and it doesn't take as much money as you think. Okay. We need your help. CoreyStewart.com. Thank you, Corey. God bless. Thank you. All right. We're going to take a break now. We'll be right back. 